0: Hello my spontaneous people, this is Shiny Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture for music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And today, um, this is gonna be a very not really unusual, but this is something like um sort of like a little lesson that I wanted to share with y'all. Um But uh then again, this is just a Uh, A concept uh, this was a paper actually that I wrote um, like about over a year ago uh, for my uh, senior project uh, in college and I just wanted to share some of those key ideas with y'all and uh, hopefully hopefully uh, you can enjoy it and see what um, what my thought process was but before we get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Anchor, and wherever you can get your podcast. So, without further ado, let's get started. Um, but before we get into those, uh, the main topic of the day, I want to um, give a little congratulations to Ariel Fulmer, who is the wife of Ned Fulmer from the Try Guys. I... I, I just love the Try Guys, I, I, I'll just leave it, (laughs) I'll just, uh, do a little appreciation for the Try Guys, um, I, I follow them for a very long time, um, but it's, like, I'm just glad that the ladies get to do their own podcast, and hopefully, uh, we could, we could get, get to see more of Matt, but then again, um, uh, hopefully he doesn't feel like he is forced to do so i think he should do it on his own accord but i'm just glad that the ladies have their own podcast and it's just so much fun to watch uh it's called you can sit with us you can uh, also find it on wherever you, you can get your podcast or on youtube as well on the tripod um so i like this little rivalry of like who you could sit with us and uh the tripod sort of rivalry thing. I just love it so much. But anyways, I want to say congratulations to Ariel Fulmer for, um, for, uh, that she is, um, pregnant again. Um, so what, uh, so recently she did talk about her, um, uh, not only the announcement of the baby, but also when she had a miscarriage. And that is a a good topic to discuss because not a lot of people want to discuss it. They think it's like taboo or it's just so heartbreaking. Uh, The thing is, is that um, I'm not, again, I'm not saying this from experience or anything like that. I just want to give my quick thoughts on it. I think that it, it is, it was really brave of her to to put her thoughts out there. I think that's very brave. And also... sort of a lesson to us all... um, men and women... um, and non-binary, of course... um, that... that uh, miscarriages are normal. And I I understand that... it is heartbreaking to to expect a child and then it won't survive for very long, but it's also a normal thing. Um, we just got to um, um, be proud of um, how precious life is. And and also like those who have lost uh, because of the miscarriage, I think it's okay to console others who are going through that, and, yeah, I I just wanted to say that, uh, congratulations on the, congratulations to her, and thank, um, saying thank you to to her for sharing her story, there is something about, um, uh, what is it called, um, having a baby during quarantine, and, And I I understand that it's a little. um, It is difficult for those who are expecting a child during quarantine. And I think maybe I should watch more videos on how the process is done because it's supposed to be like you know. uh, It should be like a mother father thing where it's a bonding experience. But the fact that like you know some some fathers are not able to. Uh, see the ultrasound, or maybe, like, the delivery, I don't know how it works, I'm not a, I'm not a nurse, but, but I just want to say that, um, whoever's going through pregnancy, stay strong, stay safe, all that stuff, um, so yeah, and going back to the Try Guys, um, the Try Guys, I've just been binging their, uh, their videos, because, they're just so fun to watch especially their stay-at-home quarantine stuff I think it's uh very creative they're they're just finding ways of like you know entertaining us even though it's a a difficult time so I really appreciate them for doing that for us um who are very bored (laughs) um so yeah all right now moving on to the main topic of the day um I really wanted to discuss this with y'all because one, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. That um, that my senior project in college was based on that. Um, of course, I, I am into a, lots of different uh, franchises, um, but Harry Potter is where I grew grew up with. Um, I loved it since I was five, and uh, and I wanted to be. Uh, learning uh, I want to learn magic and all that stuff so why am I discussing like so the base basically the title is called Harry Potter and the world of Inter- intersectionality so what does intersectionality means it talks about the relationship between race class gender sex sexual orientation and so on and so forth um, so like for example Um and, um, uh, let's see, um, gender, gender, or sex, for gender, male, like, and if you're trying to relate it to class, um, sometime most of the time, the men will get more pay, and, um, and then the women will probably get, like, a certain percentage of that instead of the full, so they get paid less. So that's where I sort of like find that relationship in terms of uh, in terms of intersectionality and including Harry Potter. I'm trying to see like you know these social issues, like social issues. There you go. Social issues is like a um, like a topic that I you know I try to compare um, social issues um, within our society and. And Harry Potter. Now, I'm not comparing or I'm not saying that this certain group re- represents um, the werewolves or or the witches represent this, and it's that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about experiences, for example, uh, Ramus Lupin, uh, who is, and this I always go to this example, Ramus Lupin, who is a werewolf half man half wolf he is in between two worlds and and the thing is is that that can be related to a lot of people for example um those who are um uh who are uh, lgbtq but they feel like they cannot come out because of what society would think about them what their family is going to think um and you can mix that with LGBTQ, and and if you're a minority, um, if you're Latina or Latino and or uh, Latinx, and it's hard to come out, not just uh, not just coming out to the world, but coming out to your family of what your family is going to think. So it's a say uh, you can say that Ramus Lupin, um, um, not really resembles, but. Is like an example of, of, of a person who is living in between two worlds by the use of fantasy and and it's basically like there's a lot of othering as well there's a lot of othering uh, for example half-bloods or muggles they're discriminated as well against like you know those who are pure blood that can be related to who people who are white um, and of course in Harry Potter uh in Harry Potter the Malfoys they're like the definition of pure bloods or like the white folk um with you know bleached blonde hair like blue eyes and it's or uh, blue or green eyes or whatever i forgot it, it's just so it, it, you can see that they are rich they're successful um All that stuff. It is uh, definitely, it can be compared uh, with these social issues in Harry Potter. And the reason why I created this paper is because people think that Harry Potter is just like a child's, um, like a children's book, but people don't pay attention to it as much. The thing is, and it's not, and people might think, oh, it's not a legitimate source. Even though it's not the legitimate source that people think, such as an article or um, or the news or any sort of like you know, like professional document, it still has relevant to towards social issues, society, and I think we should take advantage of these as sources of people who are struggling and that's why people love these stories because um, it's uh, not only it's their place to escape but that's how they see themselves in these stories and that's why it's so important Um, just that people are listening people are like okay that is totally me I can understand that but not many people how I would say not many people understand that so it's very important that these stories are heard, but also seeing ourselves in different situations and how it can be beneficial, how people overcome these evils, how, how to overcome these personal struggles, how do we deal with them? And that's what my paper was all about. Um, I, I had this dream and goal um, if you, if you would say I had this goal that I want to teach a class, I want to teach a class, um, but also create one. I wanted to create a class where I can teach pop culture. I wanted to teach pop culture to my students and see how, you know, certain events like in, uh, in movies or television and how it relates to... To our own social issues. Um, right now, I'm taking a class on superheroes um, called, on EdX, and it's called "The Rise of the Superheroes." And uh, and this class is all about how how superheroes are important to us, and why do we listen to them, um, or why do why are they so relatable, and how. Why we shouldn't dis, uh, discredit them? Because it, it like that's why people go to the movies. Well, that's why we love the MCU. It's emotional. Um, not only it's emotional, but we, we could see ourselves in that setting, even though we're not necessarily like dealing with the same things. But it can give us courage. It can give us reflection. Uh, a new impo- um, input on how we view life. So, that is why I created Harry Potter in the World of Intersectionality. You shouldn't discredit these fantasy stories that, like, you know, it's just children's fiction. I understand that there's a bit of, like, uh, it's taboo. There's, like, these fantasy stuff. This isn't, this isn't real. This, like, I can understand that. But, but stories are the reflection of, of, uh, reflections of society so like for example JK Rowling I know she's controversial but but at the time when she created these stories she saw parallels and she added that to her stories so it's not like complete originality she took aspects of real life and made it her own that's the beauty of storytelling every, like, not every story is, like, you know, completely original, I think that's impossible, but, but taking the influence of real life and add it to our, uh, add it for our own is, is very important, so, so, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that Harry Potter is relevant now. Because there are people who are going through so much struggle, and I think it's important that uh, we too, as a, like as individuals, find an out an output or somewhere we could escape, like in whatever it's a a story, a movie, or whatsoever. Alright, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, click follow on whatever podcast services you are listening to this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot. It really helps a lot. And until next time, so long. Farewell. Take care. Bye-bye.